Welcome to the Century Church Podcast with Dr. Patrick M. Quinn. You can find out more information about Century Church at www.century.church or download our app at the Apple or Google Play Store. Hey, good morning, Century Church family and all those who are joining us via live stream for this Sunday morning worship service. I'm so glad that you have joined us. My name is Patrick Quinn, lead pastor here, and today we're continuing the series, The COVID Rule. We have had some fantastic conversations. We've had some hard conversations, and today we're continuing that with some lessons that we need to hear coming out of a pandemic. I know that it seems like we've been living like this forever, but today, we're going to start thinking about a way that we can move our lives forward, not go back, and live into the future that God has for each of us. You know, when we started this series, we started looking at things like, hey, none of us was expecting a pandemic, but that COVID-19 brought us an opportunity to like look at the truth because the reality is we've been masking the truth. We've been masking some things in our lives that we really needed to take inventory of. But one of the other things that we talked about was was like how our health really matters. Like far more than than wealth or or possessions or anything else that we could have in our life. I mean, when you are faced with mortality, we talked about in the second week of this series that your health is your wealth. Last week we had a phenomenal conversation uh, with Katina and then followed with a message about race and how that has exploded as a huge topic for us to begin thinking differently and through one another's lenses. Today, we're going to look forward. We're going to look forward into what the future has for us, what God's plans may be, and we're going to take another deep dive into Galatians chapter 4, into some words that Paul has for each of us. And so I want to direct your attention there towards the end of this whole section that we've been living with in Galatians 4, 8 through 20. It's Paul's deep concern for the church at Galatia. And I've been reading through these passages each and every week, and today we're going to conclude this section of it in verses 19 and 20. And in 19 and 20, Paul writes these words, My dear children, for whom I am again in the pains of childbirth until Christ is formed in you, how I wish I could be with you now and change my tone because I am perplexed about you. You know, Paul is looking at this church at Galatia, and he has these deep concerns. I've said this every week about their, their issues of backsliding into lives that were, uh, they were of old, pagan lives that were without Christ, and then also adopting new traditions brought to them by false teachers that would take them away from the real essence of being faithful in Christ with their daily walk. And so Paul starts off in these, in these last two verses by saying, my dear children, he is petitioning them. He is urging them. He is, he is identifying them like, you are my children. You, I care so deeply for you. That Then he says, but I'm in pain. I am in some real pain over what I see happening in your church, over what I see happening in your families, over what I see happening right now in your life when I thought you would be moving forward in your faithfulness in Christ. And I can't help but roll back a little bit and think like today that really matters for us to think about because we are in a time where we can rediscover what matters the most to us. We are in a moment when we get to pause. The pause button was hit on us. We didn't ask for it. 
We didn't desire it, but the pause button has been hit and it gives us an opportunity to rediscover what matters the most. And so we could take these words of Paul, break them up and look at them chunk by chunk, piece by piece, that we may actually find a way forward in our own day and time. And so today's message I've called, Don't Zoom Your Life Away. Don't zoom your life away. You know, prior to COVID-19, we were zooming our life away, but we were doing it with all the different places we had to run. We would fill up our calendars every day from eight o'clock to nine o'clock, nine o'clock to 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock. And some of you guys, you know exactly what I'm talking about with your work schedules, uh, with our family schedules, with just life, with, with going and hanging out with friends, with, with being gone every weekend for this, that, and the other. We were zooming life away. And I've heard from so many of you and even conversations I'm having with my own family. Like what matters the most in our schedules? What are the things we need to really keep and hold on to? What are the things that have the most power and impact and significance in our lives? And when we get through on the other side of this pandemic, let's make sure we hold on to those, but let's not zoom back into all of the other stuff that we just frankly don't need to be worried about. But then there's this new tool called Zoom. Right? There's this new virtual meeting that most of us didn't have really much of a clue about or didn't use really until this pandemic. And now, if we're not careful, many of us are zooming our life away on screens. We did a series on that just recently about Redeem the Screen. And, and today, I think, needs to be a good reminder that while we need to not zoom our life away, from all the activities and all the busyness in our, in our lives and our schedule, we need to not zoom our life away in all the virtual meetings and all the screens that we're staring at. We need to not zoom our life away and, and get right back into some rat race in the business world. We need to take some inventory about what we need to do and what we don't need to do. In fact, I would ask this question of us today. I think that what Paul is doing in Galatians chapter 4 with this great concern for this church at Galatia is he is asking the question, how are you using your time? How will you use this time? Are you going to just fall back into old patterns? Are you going to fall back into pagan rituals? He's asking the church. Are you going to adopt some false teachings and just go without thinking, without having any real reflection, just Go with however the culture shapes you, whoever shows up on the scene to teach, whatever new tool or device is at your fingertips. How will we use this time? What can we do right now to get ready for post-pandemic world? What can we do right now to help our children, to help ourselves, to help the community around us? What can we do right now? What is Paul saying to us? When he says, my dear children, children for whom I am again in the pains of childbirth, he is in pain talking to his church. And so today, let's hear that concern, Paul's concern for the Galatians. And one of the things he challenges them in this entire passage is, is really with a notion that I think we need to hear, even though it's a little bit of a gut punch, but there's a lot of truth packed in this statement. Starting over is never an option. Now, we may think that we can always start over. We may think we can always reinvent ourselves. We may think that we can always just kind of have a complete and utter start over. No, that's not true. It just simply is not true. 
You can restart. You can recreate. You can, you can dive into new adventures and endeavors. But you only get one life. You only have one of these. And the things of the past are, are not are forgiven. They're not necessarily forgotten. They're there to build upon. They are there that we can then take what has happened to us in the past and allow it to become blessings for our future. They are not there just to forget. They are not there like they are just never happened. No, COVID-19 happened. There is not a going back to some normal after this. There is not just a COVID-19 pandemic It happened. Now everybody rush back to the way life was. If any of us have that thought, we are wrong. Starting over is never an option. And if you don't want to start over, what are some things you got to put in your, your tool bag so that you don't just think and fool yourself, deceive yourself that somehow you could just start over out of this? Well, the first thing you got to do is not give up. And I'm speaking to those of you today that have some real anxiety, that have some real uh, frustrations, that have had some real bad things happen to you through COVID. Several of you have lost jobs. You, you, your, your finances are in question. You, you're not sure where to turn next or what's going to happen around the other side of this. And I'm here to tell you, starting over is never an option. So stop giving up. Often, I see this all the time. I've seen it in my own life. You've seen it too, that people give up right before, right before the dream comes true, right before the thing that's going to happen happens. You, you just, you give up right just short of it, just shy of it. You, you don't have enough faith, right? Just to push right through to the other side, to take that one more step that you need to take. And today, Paul is saying, look, you are this great church that I founded in Galatia. You're this wonderful church that, that has this faith in Christ. Don't give up. Starting over is not an option. Going back is not an option. Stop giving up. How are you going to stop giving up? Well, let me give you some ideas about how you could stop giving up. And what I feel like Paul was saying to the church at Galatia, and that's this, get some grit, grit. Get some grit. It's time to become a little more tenacious. What COVID-19 has taken from us, what this pandemic has robbed of us, the isolation, the relationships, the jobs, the anxiety, the stress, all of this. It's time to get some grit. We've got to become way tougher, way more tenacious. Coming out of this, we've got, to be, we've got to be people who are sent on a mission from God. And we've got to trust that and have faith in that. That's what Paul is telling these people. You don't need new traditions. You don't need to go back to old ways. You've got to get some grit and not give up. You've got to get some perspective. And what always helps me to get some perspective when I start getting into a tunnel, because I get into that tunnel just like you. And when I get into that tunnel to get some perspective is to look at the majesty of God. To look at how great and big and wonderful our creator is. To look at all time and space. And this, this COVID-19 a few months is just a blip on the radar of God's great calendar. We need to get some grit and get some perspective. This is not going to last forever. It will only be but a moment in time. And so hold on and get ready and don't give up and push this thing forward. We are almost to the finish line. And you got to keep believing in that. 
You got to keep moving one step forward into what God is calling you into next. The mission that God has for you and your family to be on, to come out of this stronger than ever before because you lived through it. You got to also get some rest in your soul. If you're going to be a person who stops giving up because you realize that starting over is not an option, you got to get some rest. Like really some physical rest, by the way. Like studies are showing people aren't sleeping as well. I know that that's happened for me. You got to actually get some rest. So do what you need to do to get some real rest, but also you got to get some peace. You got to get some peace and that worry that is there, you got to find some peace in God. And I think Paul is saying, you know, the pains of childbirth, he says in verse 19, until Christ is formed in you, until that peace that passes all understanding is formed in you. This is a great opportunity to get some real peace in your life. Not peace from financial means or possessions or, or even relationships that you're not able to be around right now, but really some, some deep peace that only God can provide. That's how we, we get to a place where we realize starting over is never an option. So don't give up. Stop giving up. Think about all the times you've stopped giving up on a diet, on school, on a job, on all kinds of things. If you reflect in your life, if I reflect in my life, I could write down dozens of things that I started and then I gave up on. And I'm sure that you could too. So if we're going to be people that take seriously what, what Paul is writing to this church, like, you know, starting over is never an option. It's only moving forward now. Like this happened. It's real. It happened. It's time to move forward. And we got to get some grit. We got to get some perspective. We got to get some rest, some peace. And we got to be people who make a decision out of this pandemic. We're not going to give up. We got to get a different frame of mind. And if we're going to do that, then something else that Paul's concern for the Galatians brings up is that growing is the only way forward. Growing is, is really the only way forward. That's why he says, until Christ is formed in you, it is going to be a journey to have Christ formed in you. It's in the church, we use this big word called sanctification. This, this sanctification that, that we are always being sanctified by God. It is, it is a grace that God gives us to always be growing closer and closer to his heart. That when we stay close to his word, when we are in prayer with God, when we are in communion with other Christians, that we are growing, we are being sanctified. We are, we are becoming more and more uh, in the image of God, in the likeness of Christ. And so growing is the only way forward right now. It is the only thing that is going to see you to stronger days and to better opportunities and to walking into and living into God's blessings. It is the only way that is going to happen. Growing, growing is the only way forward. So if you're going to grow, you're going to need to let go of some things. You're going to need to let go of some things. And it's time during this pandemic to just state the obvious, but to state it and claim it today. It's time to let go of some things. It's time to let go of the past. It's time to let go of the past. You know, I don't know where the school year is going to go for my children. And many of you are all up in arms and I am too. Like we're trying to figure out like what's going to happen to our kids and your school. Well, it's going to change everyone. It just is. 
It just is. It's time to let go of the past. School might never look the same again because we grew out of this moment. And maybe we, hopefully, through our collective desire to persevere in this moment, we grow our education for the next generation in a more positive way, in a better way where they learn and they grow into the adults that we want them to be. That's the goal, not to just go backward. Now take that scenario and all the conversations that we're having about that and apply it to everything else in your life. It's time. What Growing is the only way forward. So you got to let go of the past. There's some other things that we really do need to let go of, right? We need to let go of anger. I mean, how many of you have been angry about this? I mean, I have. I've been angry about this. All the lost time, all the lost opportunity, all the Sundays you're not here in church. All the mission and ministry that I see might could have been done, even though we've done so much and we've been so on top of it and, and, and our church has been you know, leading out in some phenomenal ways, but there's still some, some loss that is there and there's some anger there. It's time to let go of that. It's time to let go of it in our families. It's time to let go of it, right? It's time to let go of our anger. You cannot grow if you're angry. You're just not going to do it. You're going to stay stuck in your ways. You're going to stay buried under that anger and you're going to get more and more bitter. You got to let go. And you got to let go of the lies too. That's something else you got to let go of. It's time to let go of the lies. There are plenty of lies that we're believing right now. There are plen- there's plenty of deception out there. There's plenty of false teaching. That's what Paul is so on top of. There's plenty of that. It's time to let go of the lies. It's time to quit being paranoid about everything that is happening and to let go of the lies and cling to his truth. And maybe the hardest thing for us, but I feel like I'm getting a little bit better at it in a pandemic, is it's time to let let go of control. It's time to just let go of control. Like if this has taught me anything, and I hope you, like we don't control a whole lot, do we? When it comes right down to it, there are some things we can control, very, very few things, and then there's a whole bunch of stuff that we cannot control. And we're spending all of our time getting angry and believing lies because there's a whole bunch of stuff that we can't control. And so I want to challenge you today, if you really want to grow from this moment, you got to let go of feeling the need to control the entire situation because you're in a global pandemic. Hello, you cannot control it. And that means, really, it needs to be a reevaluation of so many things that you cannot control. And so the only way that you're going to grow is to let go of some of this stuff and then to trust in God. And, and that leads me to the third thing that, that Paul was talking about as he kind of closes this section of Scripture out is when he says that until Christ is formed in you, and how I wish I could be with you now. How I wish, because I'm perplexed, um, as I read through this whole thing, it's, it, it became very clear to me that what Paul is, is trying to do for us, even today and, and for that church back then, is to bond with God or stay in bondage is, is really the decision that you have to make. You bond with God or you stay in bondage. 
You stay in the lies. You stay in the anger. You stay in the, I just want it to go back to the way it was. You stay in the, I'm, I'm giving up. All hope is lost. You stay in the, in, in the anxiety and in the worry. You stay in, in, in all of the issues and the problems and, and you get so myopic about it and, and, you, and you zoom in in this tunnel vision and, and that's all you're living with and you're getting more and more frustrated by the day and more and more isolated by the day and really isolated from God. And so what Paul is, is trying to shake up the Galatians and really shake us up today then is we can't zoom our life away. We've got to bond with God. We've got to make a decision. Bond with God. Make the decision. To bond with God. He's perplexed that the Galatians have been taught all about this faith in Christ. All about this faithfulness in Jesus. They've been baptized. They've started this church. They're, they're on the move. They have this power in their lives. The Spirit is moving. And then they start taking a, a step back and more steps back. And believing in all of these other truths. Half-truths. Deception. Lies. False teaching. Traditions that have nothing to do with Jesus. Isolation from Paul's teachings about Christ. And today, let it be a great reminder to us. What he was doing back then, Paul is still doing for us now and reminding us that you got to stick close to Jesus. In times like this, if you don't want to zoom your life away, you stick close to Jesus. You stick close to the truth. You stick close to the Word. You let it be on your lips and in your hearts. You let it exude from your spirit. Or negativity and evil is bound to creep in. And ha- you're, you're bound to fall for some half-truths. And there are plenty of half-truths going on all around us right now. So you got to let go. And you got to bond with God. You got to trust God. Because otherwise you're going to be doomed to bondage. You're just going to be trapped in your sin. You're going to be trapped in the culture today of doom and gloom. You're going to be trapped. And all you're going to know is to keep running and to keep zooming and to ultimately waste this moment for what it could have been for your life, for the Galatians, for people in Pike Road, for people at Century Church, for people in your home, we're going to end up zooming it away. And so the challenge today for each one of us, Paul's deep concern was that we would not be a people who would zoom it all away. We would not give up just because we've been knocked down. Just because this tiny blip on the radar called COVID-19, I know it's a big deal to us. It's a big deal. But in the grand scheme of things, you got to get a bigger perspective. It's a moment in time. And those of us that are willing to not give up, to grow out of this, and to bond with God, those will be people who have used this time wisely. So today, you have been given time. You have been given time. The pause button has been hit, and you have been given time. Probably like no other generation in recent memory has been given time. You've been given time. We've all had a lot of time to think about things. We've had a lot of time to rediscover 
what matters the most. Paul's challenge to us, my challenge to you, and ultimately God's challenge to all of us is to use that time wisely. Will you pray with me? Almighty God, we bow before you today and we give you thanks and praise for this word that can come alive. For this letter written long ago to this church at Galatia still has every bit of relevance to us today. To hear a pastor's concern like the Apostle Paul for his people who have strayed and wandered. How he says he's perplexed because he cannot believe that they have walked away from this faithfulness in Christ. That they have believed in these half-truths, forgotten the hope and the love that only God can provide to, to stray from the peace that Jesus came to bring. And so God, I pray right now for each person that watches this message, for each person that's been worshiping with us, that we would be people that we're not, we're not starting over. We're not wishing away. We're not thinking anything's going back to normal. No, we're not going to give up. We are going to be on this fight with you, God. We're going to be on this mission with you. And because we know that you want to grow us through your sanctifying grace, you want to grow us, God. And so I pray for that growth to happen. And that means we're going to wrestle, we're going to struggle, but it's going to be oh so worth it to climb up that mountain with you. And God, I pray that we would bond with you, that we would use this time in such a beautiful, amazing way that every person got a little closer to you. God, I pray for every person right now that they're able to take at least one more step closer to you. One step, whatever that tiny step would be, that they would use this time wisely. Some may take two or three or four steps. Some may be on a full-on sprint. And I rejoice with them today. But God, I pray that we would bond with you so that we would be freed up from the bondage that this world seeks to place us in. So God, have your way with us. May we live into your will today. And may we use this time so wisely that we can rediscover what matters most. A life ultimately lived in the center of your will, God. May it be so today for each and every one of us. In Jesus' name and all God's people said, amen.